Hello and welcome to This Side of the Mic, a podcast where we talk seriously about songs and unseriously about everything else. We're your hosts, The Curries, a folk rock harmony group out of Charlottesville, Virginia. I'm Tommy. I'm Galen. And I'm Jimmy. And it is nice to be back in the basement after a few weeks away. We uh, enjoyed going down to Tallahassee, Florida for the Word of South Festival just over a week ago. Mm-hmm. Word of South is a literature and music festival, and we got to engage in a little community building by sharing the stage with a cookbook author, Joy Harris, who wrote a cookbook all about traditional Florida cooking. Yeah, it's kind of like a, it's a bit of a history mixed with a recipes book. It kind of started out in early, early Florida uh, showing you recipes from, you know, that the early Florida crackers would use to, uh, to prepare food and gather kind of just things from the land around them and then evolved into, you know, throughout the 20th century and up to modern day cooking. Yeah. The it, Florida cracker cookbook. That's it's probably it. a good point at which to mention a little bit of, about the origin or at least a potential etymology for the word cracker. I've certainly heard the, the term used in a derogatory fashion previously, <laughs> uh, but like not commonly. It's a, it's just a word I didn't know a lot about, but it's it was a very descriptive term for, for the early, the first Anglo settlers in, in the state of Florida and apparently also Alabama and Georgia. And uh, something I discovered was that it seems to be potentially obliquely related to like the Irish uh, word crack, which is like a, a good time or an entertaining time or a. Is th- it? Oh. Yeah, potentially. It, it sort of. <laughs> Sounds like it. Well, it's sort of slantly related to it. So, like, the idea was that um, a cracker was a, was a term. Uh, was kind of a pejorative term used in like m- m- the Middle English period. So it, it appears in at least one Shakespearean play. And the term is used to apply to uh, reference people who are boastful or mm. like, like, mm. like, uh, like braggarts or, or like um, gregarious society type people. So people are always out and about, always talking themselves up, always like involved in everything people who like having a good time. And this was like a way that some of the English aristocracy thought of Scotsmen and Irishmen as being Mm. unserious revelers, that sort of thing. And so the people who were moving into Florida um, were like these cowboys, these frontiersmen, the idea that they could do anything that they, that they, Oh yeah, you can just move into that, you know, land that's most, that's inhabited by lots of natives and crocodiles and lizards and alligators and whatever have you. Not she actually crocodiles. made a point. She said they're not, they were not called cowboys. They're called Florida cowmen. I'm cow sorry. Men. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like that. So the, the cowmen that were moving into Florida at the time were, 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 were many of them were of Scots Irish descent. And so this term cracker was just used to ref- to refer to this group of people who were sort of uh, frontiersmen. Somebody did more reading than the gym did. <laughs> <laughs> but not in the Florida Cracker Cookbook. <laughs> this is all extracurricular reading. Well, <laughs> well, it's related to the reading from the, from the, from the history part of the, of the cookbook. Um, does sort of suggest that the, the Florida crackers, quote unquote, yeah, were, were definitely Scotch-Irish. Scotch-Irish yeah. or, Anglo, or Anglo origin. The original settlers of Florida were Spanish, right? Well, definitely. The people inhabited the continent originally were were Native Americans, but 
the first Europeans in Florida were were the Spanish. Mm. So after Spain traded Florida, and at, which at that point was much bigger than the state as we think of it now, to England, the people who then moved in, those were the crackers, the Anglo, the Scots and Anglo Irish folk that moved into the to the southern states. So, anyways, um, that was something I was unaware of. But we were thrilled to have Joy on stage with us. It was something very different for us. And I know it was a different experience for the audience, too. But from our perspective, it was like a real change of pace. We got to sort of intermingle songs and interview, conversation, discussion of the cookbook. We had a chef on site who actually prepared a pimento cheese and later in the day prepared a a shortcake, a strawberry Strawberry shortcake. And that was like, it was a very interactive, like I said, community building like experience. And, uh, for a festival like Word of South, which is open to the public and are really supposed to celebrate like Tallahassee and the like, you know, Florida writing and music and art, it was pretty special. I enjoyed it. So in that vein, what we've done this week is we have chosen to sort of push the podcast in that direction, at least for one of the segments. So why don't we start this week with a uh, three tunes, one theme? Mm-hmm. This week, we've decided to stay within the Word of South Florida Cracker Cookbook theme. And uh, we all wrote a song based on a recipe or an idea from the, the Florida Cracker Cookbook. And uh, a couple of these we actually performed on stage for Joy. Uh, Joy Harris is the, is the author of the cookbook. I don't know if we mentioned her name yet. So a couple of these we performed on stage for Joy. And uh, um, we'll give them all a listen now. Might as well jump right in with the recipe song, right? That's probably right. Yeah, Give I, you a sense of what, we're, of what yeah, you're in for here. Yeah, I literally just wrote down the ingredients and how to make a strawberry shortcake. It's called Strawberry Shortcake Song. <laughs> Let's do so it. this song is going to be um, a good reference material, <laughs> mm-hmm. let's say. The beginning of the song just references the part of the book, the section or chapter of the book that the uh, recipe exists in or under <laughs> I uh, see. called Biscuits, Breads, and Breakfast. Which seems really weird to think about strawberry shortcake as being under Biscuits, Breads, and Breakfast. It doesn't sound like it should fit there at all, but it's Biscuit, Strawberry Shortcake. Yeah, it's mm. Strawberry Shortcake with Southern Biscuits. Yeah, we played this for, for Joy, and she had to guess which recipe the ingredients were referencing. <laughs> she got it about halfway through. She got it when I said strawberries. <laughs> <laughs> Quarter cup shortening, half cup of sugar in, one cup of self-rise and flour. You've got a quarter cup of water in a third cup of milk and a tablespoon of cornstarch. You've got one cup of sweetened whipped cream and two cups of sliced strawberries. Divide it, do a simple math and bacon. Come on now, let's mix it all right in. 
Cuts shorten in the flour till it looks like horse crumbs And stir in the milk with a fork Dust your hands with the flour and pull off pieces of the dough And hand roll We're making twelve tiny biscuits We're making twelve tiny biscuits We're making twelve tiny biscuits And you pop them in a skillet and you bake them at 425 degrees Mash one cup of strawberries, mix it with the sugar, mix it with the sugar, mix it with the sugar, mix it with the sugar. Mash one cup of strawberries, mix it with the sugar, 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 and heat it up slow, heat it up slow, heat it up slow. Combine the cornstarch and water, pour it over the heated berries, cook it and stir it. Remember those twelve tiny biscuits, those twelve, twelve tiny, tiny biscuits. biscuits. Slice open one of them biscuits, pop some berries on top of it with the other portion of whipped cream. Slice open one of them biscuits with berries on top of it and the other portion of whipped cream. Who's hungry, y'all? There you have it. I mean, pretty straightforward. Eh? There you yeah. go. So that was strawberry shortcake. It that was, was the, that yeah. was strawberry shortcake recipe. Great. Yep. Uh, you really leaned hard into the into the accent there. You just uh, like I, I didn't I didn't really think about it that much. Honestly, it just felt <laughs> right. the word flour, flour was actually kind of difficult to, to follow a few times. You just really like flour. <laughs> Like it, there's one a in that word when you said it. It in that felt song. like it. It. it Scanned better that way as opposed to saying flower, you know. Well, even there were feels know. like there was a middle ground, <laughs> maybe a compromise to be struck. But you went whole hog. Yeah. I felt like I was losing my mind a little bit during the mix it with the sugar part. It's the yeah. same on the same note, same voice. Mix it yeah. with the sugar. Mix it with the sugar. Mix it with the sugar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the record is skipping. You guys had added like harmony stuff when on we did the. Live. Uh, when we did it, yeah, when we played live, and I didn't try to do that at all. I just was like, well, I'm just here in the basement. I'm just going to do myself. I'm just going to do myself over and over. And then one extra voice at, who just it gets really excited at the end that mm. the uh, that the um, berries are being stirred until thick, and, and you can hear him just yeah. go, oh, was, yes. Yeah, that, that is voice. an exciting prospect. <laughs> <laughs> that voice, I heard that voice happening in the background. And it's I a little was, disorienting. It was disorienting and also seemed to change the tenor of the song somewhat toward yeah. the end. Like, uh, what's happening now? <laughs> that was really just for me. <laughs> the rest of the song was for you guys. That song, that part was for me. Okay, great. Jimmy's writing always adheres to this, you know, three for them, one just for me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, well, there you go. <laughs> I think that you can follow... I think pretty much there's all, almost all of the necessary information is in that song for you to make the Florida Cracker Strawberry Shortcake. <laughs> we were rehearsing that song a couple of days before we went to the festival um, at another gig, just kind of backstage because <laughs> we had some time. And 
you know, it's a silly song. We were trying to figure out, you know, what little harmonies we could add or what else, what other pizzazz we could add to the live performance. You know, we added some harmonies and this guy with a beard walked up. Yeah. And, uh, and he said, do you guys mind? I saw you playing over here. Mind if I just stand by and listen? And we're like, that's fine. But just so you know, we're rehearsing a song that is just basically listing the ingredients of strawberry shortcake. And he said, oh, well, I'm a, prof- <laughs> no, I'm a, prof- prof- got a kiss. <laughs> Get it out, Galen. Spit oh, it out. I'm a professional baker. <laughs> yeah. Which we all thought he was joking, obviously. Yeah. And he wasn't. He wasn't. And he <laughs> told us a lot about his career. Yeah. We met him in his in life. The, met him in the panhandle of Florida, and he runs a bakery in upstate New York. York. Yeah, <laughs> in the Adirondacks. Yeah, that's that's the kind of experience you can only have. I don't know. You can only have. Yeah, you can't you can do anything else. Have. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Doesn't make a great story either. But you can sure have it. Yeah, we, and we sure did. <laughs> All right. Next up. Um, shall we do uh, Shall we do my song? Yeah. Well, we should say Tommy and I were both inspired by the same exact part of the Florida Cracker Cookbook. <laughs> Shockingly. Yeah. <laughs> there was something that we found noteworthy and decided to write about it. Early in the book, as I mentioned before, there are a lot of kind of recipes about foraging and when and where to kill the animals you're about to eat. Um, and not a lot else. Yeah. It's like, it'll just tell you some, some of the things I would have said that I didn't need to know because I'm not killing the animal actively. Right. And some of the things that I would definitely need to know are not included. Like how precisely to go about plucking, a an animal of its feathers. <laughs> right. Yeah, it left a lot up to the uh, to the cook yeah. or, or the preparer. But this apparently was common for old recipes, like 19th century recipes. It was really, they relied on the intuition of whoever was reading them. So um, I said on stage at the festival that I was left with one sort of like big takeaway from the first pages of the cookbook and and I put it into song. So that's, here's my song and the title is the first line of the song so I'm not going to ruin it for you. This is, <laughs> this is a waltz. Life is so hard as a chicken A faint that is sealed in cast iron do you flambate or broil, deep fried or parboiled? They'll be dining on you in no time. Life is so hard as a chicken, headless and searching for home. Our whole way of life's going under the knife, gnawing you right to the bone. There is general consensus among southern cooking authorities that you should never cook a chicken the same day it is killed, though in some cases they suggest that killing it in advance may alone be insufficient. In her 1878 recipe for smothered chicken, Marion Cable Tyree implores us to kill the chicken the day before it is smothered, implying that, even if you've already beheaded the poultry, you might have to choke the thing just to be sure. Life is so hard as a chicken 
imperiled the whole time you're kicking. They'll put you on ice. They might kill you twice to ensure you remain finger licking. Very nice. That uh, some one of the lines at the end has been changed, or maybe a couple have been changed. <laughs> yeah, I noticed. Ending is different. Yeah, uh, delicious became finger licking, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> Yes, delicious became finger licking. Because our corporate sponsors weren't at the gig, but they listened to us. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. Need that chicken money. <laughs> <laughs> that scratch. <laughs> nice. Uh, sweet, nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. These are hard to react to because we've already heard them. Usually yeah. when we do this, we're hearing each other's songs for the first time, but we all there's perform also, them together already. I, I think it's fair to say there's also only a certain amount of craft <laughs> yeah. that's gone into these specific songs. Yeah, it's, it's basically all novelty there's pumped not, into it. Yeah, there's not a lot to be said. I, I didn't write think. a single word of mine. <laughs> <laughs> Just copied yeah. it down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, exactly. So this, I mean... There is there is really nothing to say. I hope you liked it. <laughs> I'm sure, you'll be popping that one yeah, on repeat. <laughs> that one's definitely that. Just kind of up. It's the whole mood of the room has changed a little. That's certainly true, yeah. especially if you were in a, a coop. <laughs> Here's the only thing I'll say about it. I do think that it would be an appropriate song for the rooster from um, Robin Hood to play. That's all. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, that'd be fine. Yeah, you know, otherwise known as. Um, uh, Roger Miller. Yeah. Yeah. Does he have a name in the... Alan Adale. Okay. Alan Adale. <laughs> D- is that like go. a joke that I don't, I'm not getting right now? Uh, Alan Adale. If it is, it's one I also don't get right now. Right in, if you get it. <laughs> Last up, Galen's song. Yeah, this is the same subject as Tommy's. It's about the, uh, the smothered chicken recipe. And I was just taking... I mean, the first line of the of the recipe, if you're paying attention to Tommy's song, is basically, uh, you have to you kill a chicken the night before, and then you can you. But then also the option to smother it the next day. It was a little bit unclear, but uh, kind of graphic detail about destroying the chicken. It's life. <laughs> it's snuffing sh- it out. I think it should be said that we actually are aware that sm- the smothering is not a qu- is not killing it a second time. Oh, I wouldn't know if you were aware or not because of the song. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. It was just for the sake of the song. I uh, see. God, some wordplay. Yeah. Who are you, you Alan Dale? Are amazing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he's my alter ego. Um, yes, the smothering is some sort of part of the preparation of the chicken. I don't know what, really. Well, anyway, it all seemed <laughs> <laughs> it all seemed really dark to me. So I just wrote a really it just kind of wrote about it in a very dark way. Maybe maybe from the perspective of the chicken, or maybe from the perspective of like chickens looking back on their history and being like, "This is how we were once killed." I don't know. Wow. It's just oh, it's man. just really it's just dark and creepy. Yeah. We didn't play this one, needless to say. N- yeah, from stage this, this one didn't quite fit the, the, the cheering mood of it. <laughs> We're making strawberry shortcake for the whole audience. <laughs> Sing this one with a mouthful of pimento cheese. <laughs> the Florida cracker cookbook. <laughs> Here it is. Does it have a name, Galen? Uh no. Smothered chicken. <laughs> no, comma, smothered chicken. <laughs> Mother split open the back as 
water simmer for an hour. You better baste, 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 baste so frequently. Then plop it on a hot dish. Eggs are sense of what they used to be Crack sifted over first brown then pounded then garnished That was great. That was like, I mean, I, that could have been on any of the Ween albums. <laughs> <laughs> That's high praise. <laughs> uh, yeah, there are certainly some some lines that take you out of there, like the uh, wipe it with a dry towel. Oh, that's... It's weird. Some that, reason that that's is not like, one that I wrote, though. Yeah, Wiping I know. with dry towels. Oh, yeah, you probably I don't saw mean, it's from the I don't the mean recipe. like take you out oh, of the oh, moment. I, huh. I mean like, uh, I don't know, that, that quite a lot of humor in that line, but also like questions. Yeah, it's just weird. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, I mean, there were a couple lines that I wrote in there, like one or two, but most of them were just taken from the... Did you recipe. did you write? We want to work with a clean foul. I did write yes, that. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. towels in it. Yeah, and foul, uh, you, foul was I, there. That's, I'm yeah. just you couldn't help yourself. I mean, frankly, like, it's it almost fallen off the tree. It was so low that one. Based, based, <laughs> based. <laughs> it just said based it frequently. Like, okay. you sh- and you sure did. And Galen <laughs> is a master baster. <laughs> Uh, uh, never gets old. I love that. <laughs> love that kind of thing. <laughs> uh, well, yet again, <laughs> three home runs, baby. Pretty much all there is to say. <laughs> yeah, it was hard to write these uh, without like just a fistful of novelty in there. Yeah, well, this but part of the point, I think, it, it should be said, these aren't intended in any way to like be poking fun at the source material, <laughs> um, but only to like sort of uh, enjoy like the distinctions between like the elements of, of, of culture that went into like the recipes that, you know, we that from from back in the day but, and, and the ways they interface with things that we do now. Like, I mean, you know, that part of what's so fascinating about this is that to subsist uh, in the Florida frontier of the 19th century, 18th century, you, you know, you were entirely subsistence, you living, right? It was, you, you raised your own livestock, you, you slaughtered your own, uh, food, you, you, you grew your own harvest, you boiled kakinas. You made (laughs) kakina soup. And we asked about the, asked her about that on stage because... You know, you want, I mean, they're little, they're like little clams. And so you think you really, really little clams. I mean, really <laughs> tiny, tiny clams, but it's the same kind of thing, you know? Yeah. And uh, yeah, she said people only did that when they were very desperate or hungry. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, cool. Thanks for including it in your cookbook, Joy. But they're, you know, so, and, and, and obviously the settlers learned quite a lot from the natives who were, who were there in the land until obviously they were removed from the land forcibly. Um, but it, it was, I mean, it, it p- part of enjoying and appreciating the, the fact of it 
at least for us, has been, you know, reading the cookbook and, and finding some humor in the ways that things strike us as being so different. But it's worth noting that I'm very, very grateful that I've never had to split open the back of a chicken as if to broil and then wipe it with a clean towel. Yeah, these days we use a dirty towel. Yeah. <laughs> so, Wait, dry towel. I'm sorry. Dry I'm towel. sorry. Clean, we want a clean fowl. Yeah, clean fowl. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I, I am, will be forever grateful that my clean fowl are provided to me. <laughs> so uh, another big, big thanks to Joy for joining us on stage. I know that she was nervous about doing it, and I thought we had a great time. So I had a great time. I had a great time. I don't time. even have to think about it. I know. <laughs> I had a great time. All right, moving on. Welcome, my friends, to the mashup. Welcome to Mashups. I have written clues for uh, Tommy and Galen, a game to be played by old Tom and G over there, mm-hmm. uh, that will lead them to a portmanteau of two musical acts. The correct answers will incorporate the names of two separate musical artists who share a piece of their names. The clues will involve, in this case, only song titles. I'm doing it all with song titles. Okay. The song titles will lead you to the name of the artists. Okay. Your clues will be song titles. My clues will be Got song it. titles. Um, and uh, the artist referenced first in the clue will also come first in the answer. Yep. Uh, so we'll do a quick example round of one of the ones that I did, which was like, it, I listened back and was an almost an immediate one that you, Tommy had done the last time, the first time we did this. I got you. And then I tweaked it just a little bit, but we'll still just you. use it as I a practice, you. which will be, as long as you love me, I'll make love to you. Uh, Something Backstreet Boys to Men. Boys to men. There, there it is. <laughs> Backstreet Boys to Men. <laughs> yeah. And same same because, kind of like genre. As long as you love me is Backstreet Boys and... Uh, what was the other? I'll make love to you. I'll make love to you. His boys. And demand. the only thing required Backstreet there is to man. change an S into a Z. <laughs> oh, that is not okay. <laughs> uh... <laughs> For this game, Tommy and Galen will be cooperating to correctly guess as many mashups as they can in the time limit, which will be five minutes. Uh, they'll have to get, let's just say you have to get seven of the ten correct. This is okay. very, this has been like rigidly tested yeah. to ensure yeah. fairness. <laughs> <laughs> if you guess the mashup correctly, you move on to the next question. You can choose to skip a clue, uh, but I have only written 11 total. <laughs> Okay. So once it's skipped, you know, we'll go back to it once you see if you've got yeah, Okay. Out. Okay. Um, and then there, uh, yeah. And there we Are go. There we can stakes come back here to or no? The stakes, I believe, were if you don't get seven of the potential. Then we have to least, make one of the mashups. Yeah, if you don't get at least seven, oh, you, have to make, okay. you have to make a, so one of these We have to pick mashups. one of the ones from, that yeah. Jimmy okay. has created today. If you win, you're off the hook. So just, you know, plan to win. We would have to realize... As long as you love me, I'll make love to you. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, how are you feeling? Everybody ready? Feeling good about the uh, rules and the Yeah, we don't have to buzz or anything. We're working. We can talk. We're together. We're together. You're together. together. Um, so you just me... tell us when the clock starts. You start a little timer over here. I've got one. <clears throat> Tom's already got one. Okay. Let it begin. All right. 
She will be loved a hundred years. Maroon 5 for fighting. There it is. <laughs> nice. Okay, okay. In the ghetto, Allison. Elvis Costello. There you go. It's just Elvis, very Elvis Costello. It's just simple. Elvis oh, Costello. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's Trixie. <laughs> okay. Uh, Godzilla, do you really want to hurt me? Blue Oyster Culture Club. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that, was my favorite, that was my favorite one. <laughs> Holy okay. moly. Okay. I would have been messed up on that one. How about this one? At last, you've got a friend. Eddie James Taylor. Well done. Eddie James Taylor. Okay. Don't him out. Okay. That's uh, the point. Yeah. You're doing great. Through, You're doing yeah. really great right yeah, now. Yeah, we really got to get him through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this five-minute clock uh, has yet again proven to be easily overcome. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Turn down for what, Freedom? Well, why don't we think about Skip it backwards? It back freedom. Uh, freedom is John Baptiste. He has a new thing, a song called Freedom. So it's Lil John Baptiste. <laughs> That's nice. it, Lil John Baptiste. <laughs> okay, all right. Next one. Which just sounds like you're like, d- like condescending yeah. John Baptiste. <laughs> or like a ch- yeah, child version. It's just a child version of John Baptiste. Who would also be worth listening to. Yeah. Uh, okay. It's too late, Tom Dooley. Too late, um, Carol King. Uh, Jimmy Crimson. I don't know. I'm Carol King Crimson. Carol. No, I think it's too late. Is Carol King? It's too late, baby. Oh, it's too late. Is that Carol King? Maybe not. Maybe it's not Carol King. Uh, it sounds good. Then um, Tom Dooley. Is it like some? Is it some Irish band or something? You know? King, well, maybe we should skip this oh, one. Oh, Kingston Trio? Carol Kingston Trio? Boom, boom, boom! Hey! Yes. Well done! That was very satisfying to listen to. <laughs> uh, okay. Don't stop this old dog. Don't stop this old dog. Okay, that is... Fleetwood Mac DeMarco. Boom. We had a Fleetwood Mac from last week. We had a Fleetwood Mac DeMarco in the last one. Wait, I listened to it and that was what I didn't hear. It was different. Maybe it got cut out. Oh man, I totally missed that one. That was okay. We had a Fleetwood Mac DeMarco before, (laughs) but the I thought I was got stuck on Rolling Stones for Don't Stop for a while, and I was like, I know the second one's Mac DeMarco. Okay, all right, here we go. Ready? Friends in low places, boots, scoot, and boogie. Garth Brooks and Dunn. <laughs> Get out of here with that. That's, that's that too easy. That was supposed to be easy if you guys were doing poorly, but you're not doing poorly. Yeah, how many do we have? You, you have almost all of them. I've got three more to give you. <laughs> all right, so we've gotten seven. Yeah. Great. We, yeah, we're yeah. done. We're done. Three minutes and 40 seconds, and we're already done. It's a record. It's a new record. <laughs> Might as well go to five. Then. All right, yeah. let's go. All right, uh, this kiss, come clean. Seals and Croft. Uh, this cri- this kiss. Is, oh no, I was uh, thinking of Kiss from a Rose. Faith Hill. 
And what was the second one? What was the whole thing? Come, this kiss, come clean. This kiss, this Maybe it's United Twain. I think it's Faith Hill. This kiss. I'll give you That's a, a song, right? There's an early song, an early Tommy Curry song that sounds quite a bit like the Come Clean song. And oh, it's one <laughs> that counting my crimes. No, no, it's oh. the uh, the rain fall down thing. That's similar to this song, which was written by or performed by. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. I'll give you. You guys come back. Come back. Think about that. One. Okay. This is a cover tune for the first one. Hannah Hunt. She needs him. Okay. Hannah Hunt is Vampire Weekend. Okay. But as a cover tip. Oh, so he, he means um, I'm with her. Uh, well, that's our five minutes. Okay. That's the five <laughs> minutes right there. Oh, well, I mean, I wouldn't mind trying to finish yeah, these. Yeah, figure well. out what that is. Well. You guys so, passed. You don't have to do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're, so we're good. So what wait, it, what, what are we again? on then? Okay, so you have three that have been, one you've skipped. Which yeah. was the "This Kiss Come Clean," and currently we're on a cover tune. Is the first the first song mentioned will be a cover tune, Hannah Hunt. Yeah, and then she needs him. She needs him. I don't know. She needs him. I'm the H- H- Hannah Hunt is a Vampire Weekend song, but I'm with her. Did a cover of it. Okay. I think there are other. I'm sure there are other covers. The only one I know is I'm with her. Um, she needs him. I don't think I know that song, but if it starts with her, a band that starts with her. I mean, I guess the al- <laughs> the, uh, the alternative is that it's okay. very close right now. Oh, I'm she, with her. I'm with hers. I'm with hers. Uh, okay. <laughs> Jimmy loves that band. Yeah. Hers. hers. Okay. Yeah, I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. okay. We've got. Uh, we've got the last one that I wrote down is Two Princes, Nothing But a G Thing. Uh, spin Doctors is the first one. Spin Spin Doctors Dre? <laughs> yeah, Spin Doctor Dre. <laughs> yes. A little bit of What happens if you put a rapper in an office chair? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so do you want the other one? The other one, how about if I give it to you this way? This kiss, Lizzie McGuire. Oh. Uh, Faith Hillary McDuff. Yeah, <laughs> Not job. McDuff. Oh. Not Duff, just Hillary Duff. Oh, oh I'm so sorry. <laughs> Hillary, Hillary McDuff. You're thinking of McGruff. Yeah. <laughs> the crime dog. Oh, yeah. Faith, you guys absolutely crushed. All right. Yeah. I, I wrote down, I like I had to go back and listen. The Boys to Men one that uh, you'd already done. Yeah. There's an Al Green Green Day one, which I yeah. was like, oh, that's perfect. Yeah. You'd obviously already done that yeah. one. And then I did one, which was Shout, Stay a Little Longer. Uh, Isley Brothers. Yeah. Uh, stay. This is a country song. Brothers, Isley Brothers Osborne. Exactly. But you used, used Brothers, Brothers Osborne, Osborne already. I hate you, brother. Obviously, I didn't. I didn't hear the Fleetwood Mac Marco. Fleetwood Mac Marco was. I didn't make, make the cut. I don't yeah. know. It was on the list. I just that saw one's it. so good, though. That was so nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a little bit that one and the hers one are. I'm not sure like how broad the audience is for them. Like you know, Mac DeMarco is on a dramatically different scale of renown as Fleetwood Mac. I think we made up for it with the Faith Hillary Duff. So I think <laughs> that's the second Duff. time or third time maybe on the podcast you've. 
uh, said our audience wouldn't know Mac DeMarco. And I've gotten some, some flat... Some hate mail? <laughs> some, some hate mail. I don't think I said that our audience wouldn't back? know. <laughs> <laughs> think of? No, you, Pushback. Pushback, there you go. Slapbacks like what you throw on the bass. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> what you throw on the vocals. Um, I want uh, Elvis vocals. Okay, anyway. I think that does it for us this week. That will do it for us today. If you have any questions, comments, or reactions to the show, get in touch with us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Curry's Music or Instagram at The Curry's or tweet us at the underscore Curry's. This podcast would not be possible without the support of our Patreon supporters. This week, we give special thanks to Elizabeth Billingsley. You just just hosted me at your home for some wonderful lasagna, and I appreciate that. I hope to see you again soon. Jimmy Clay, the man famous for posing many a riddle out on the porch of the raw bar. Hope you're doing well. And Kristen Brownlee, another beloved member of the Extended Curry Family Network. We hope you guys are doing really well, and we hope to see you soon. As always, of course, thank you to all of our patrons. And if you'd like to support the podcast and get access to exclusive Curry's content, head on over to patreon.com slash the Curry's. Thanks so much for hanging out. We'll see you right here next time. Smell the chicken. Shortcake. Sure.